Abdallah in for Greeny today. And now we join Carmen and Yurko live from St. Charles at 93 Octane. What's up, guys? Hey, boys. Morning, fellas. Morning, fellas. Sounds like a harsh echo, guys. Yeah, so, what's you know, we'll talk to you next there. week. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a oh, great day. Guys, oh, you guys, you guys, you guys getting you guys that echo about? back there? My God. <laughs> Is this the first rodeo you think we've been a part of, guys? <laughs> nice try. They it, made it, up the echo. It's the Yurko trick. <laughs> yeah, strap yourself in for 15 to 20 minutes, fellas. It's happening. <laughs> we're here for you. Well, we were out, guys, we were out late last night, and I've been out late two nights in a row well, with multiple yeah, feedings. I, like, I, saw, I saw the pictures uh, from Instagram, Abdallah, the uh, show at the Met. Was that Fallout? Boy, it was Fall Boy at the Metro. That yeah. looked pretty awesome. It was cool. It was great. It was. Well, uh, I mean, anytime a band as big as Fall Out Boy plays at a venue like that, where there's like a thousand of you in it, that is a pretty cool experience. That's why I was allowed to go. Like people are like, "What? How, how do you?" It's like my <laughs> wife understands. Like she's been with me long enough to understand my love of music and concerts, yeah. and she's like, "You can go." Like, go that's, ahead. Yeah. And then last night a work event, so I had to be out. You know, and then after the work event, we had to take the youngsters out and teach them the ways. So that was a teachable. You know moment. how it is, Carmen. You mm. used to take us out. After yeah. the, the holiday parties and shows around the city? Well, sure. We used to go after post-holiday parties, and then, like, if we were working late and, uh, you know, it would be like, okay, we're yeah. going to do a Chicago game night show or a baseball show till 8 and or 10. And it's like, or well, 11. Boys, or 11. And it's like, let's go to Dublin's and get corned beef sandwiches. Exactly. And let's bang yeah. around exactly. the Viagra Triangle and yeah. see what's going on. I like <laughs> the way you said that. Bang around the Viagra Triangle. Well, of course. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, that's man. what you got to do. That, that's right? what we used they to do. They got a small little park there. You can get a little privacy that's what there. We, exactly. That's what we used to do back in the so, day. Now it's incumbent upon Black and Abdallah yeah. to teach and the young so kids. So last night Give was Abdallah the... Give the credit. He's... He hung the entire time. He was out with the young guys. I love it. Yes, Good it was. You. It, well, you know what it is. It, it's it was a work event, and then it was mentoring. It was a mentorship. Yes. It's the mentorship oh. pro- program, and that's what you know. That's what I told Whitney I was doing. I was like, I'll be home around midnight or so. We're, <laughs> we're mentoring the youth. Do you think that's how Charlie feels today? Is that he was being that mentored? Mentored. I hope so. I hope. Yeah. Charlie, what do you think? I always I always feel mentored around you guys. Oh, he's so young. Only in our line of work do we get to, you know, like is this the 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 apprenticeship program consists of like getting hammered, bur- like w- yeah, getting hammered, like oh we're gonna go pick a special uh, bourbon or rye pick with yeah. whistle pig or with few, and yeah. we're gonna go out afterwards. Then we're gonna show you how to do this and that. Like we're gonna drink today. Some on the of the air. finer spots of the city. Yeah, yeah, we're drinking whistle pig on the air, and yeah. it's like only our job. That's why our job. Ten years. Ten year whistle pig. By the way, guys. Ten year whistle. I can it's see it on Twitch. It, it, it looks fantastic. Well, and, and the price stores is raffling off a bottle of the new Boss Hog. Siren uh, Song. Siren Song. Wow. This is Boss Hog number nine. And when you see the opulent packaging yeah. and the box and everything, people yeah. might wonder, well, what's so special? Well, that is an opulent box, uh, Listen, Boss Hog, Whistlepig Boss Hog is some of the most sought-after whiskey uh, in America today. And our winner is Darman Kafelko. Listen, I was told uh, that we <laughs> are not eligible, but the people here are all going, everybody gets a raffle ticket when you come in, and at the end of the show, we are going to raffle it off. Uh, you don't even want to know what this stuff goes for on the secondary market. You don't want to know. The MSRP on these is like $600. That's right. So it's really a special, incredible bottle. Um, I have not had the pleasure of sampling the new one, number nine, yet. You have not? I don't think that's going to be the case today because I'm not going to win this bottle. But they maybe... might have a bottle in the, in the, in the truck. You yeah, know? they you don't open know. that one. You never know. No. They might have a bottle that they use just to pour. But we Carmen DeFalco like types. We picked this bottle of Whistle Pick Ten Year back in September with some listeners and with uh, Chris and Mario. And How the many barrels here. did you taste back then? Uh, three. We picked. Uh, we tasted three different barrels. We picked this one. 
Uh, I think it was the best one. I think we landed on the best one. It is 110.5 proof. Drinks a lot easier than that. It's really wonderful, and uh, there's a sale on it today. Normally, it's 110 a bottle. You can get it here at the Pride Stores with us at 93 Octane for 99.99. Damn! Okay. I've already bought a bottle. I bought my bottle, and I have it, and I'll be... I've already purchased the bottle myself. I will be taking it home later today. (laughs) Yes, this seems to be the one that I purchased. I don't know about that. I think that's the one they gave us to put on the table. (laughs) Just open it up, Yurik. Take a sip. Carmen said, happy holidays, Happy holidays. We got a little little pour of it going. We got a little bit going. You can sample it here. Carmen's like, don't woof it all down. I said, I'm just taking a belt. I'm taking a belt of it. Yeah, all their great beers that they brew and some whistle picks. So it should be a fun uh, football Friday show, to say the least. Now, uh, Jake's out there with you guys, right? Jake is here. So he Jake, Jake was, was out late night. as well, and he made it out to uh, St. Charles early. So Good shout out to Jake. He was here at 9.30. We had Listen, a tape, uh, when you're young, it's not a wow. thing, man. When you're young, you just wake up and you're like, all right, let's go. It's awesome. Our old asses, I've got four oh, shots of espresso in my system, like yeah. just trying to get through to get home to nap at 2 o'clock. Carm, I was telling uh, Captain Hood, I pulled off the perfect... Um, situation last night i leave the bar in the uber and i order food i order mcdonald's dude as i'm getting out of the uber the delivery guy is walking up to my doorstep hands me the bag of food as i enter my building how about that That, it's a win-win when do you ever pull that off where the delivery is perfectly timed for you to show up that's like the perfect win. Like yeah, you, try, right? you feel like you hit the lottery. Like, oh, this night can't get any better. You go upstairs, eat your McDonald's. You're it's good the to go. hottest it's going to be at that. Yeah, perfect. You don't yes. have to wait for it. Yeah, it, absolutely, it was fantastic. Absolutely. Yurk, perfect. Did uh, did I? Uh, I was I was looking for you. Did uh, yeah. did I did I mm. see you? In well, just... yeah. I developed a case of the Hershey squirts. <laughs> All right. And uh, you know you don't want to be out Dude. at a party with that sort of situation People going are on. Eating. <laughs> Well, maybe I should have said the uh, green apple quick steps. I don't think you should have said anything. How about that? I think you're full. Would that of have it. been better? I, I ran out of, of gas, Carm. Well, I mean, listen. Speak, speaking of which, I had a flat uh, tire. Speaking of which, how how are the? Uh, see, that's that's the perfect excuse because you can't prove it, right? Because it's <laughs> it's quick enough where you can make that's a quick right. turnaround. You're like, oh, okay. Well, my stomach hurt. I had I ate something weird. I got to get out of my system. And then like, there's no like lingering effects, right? My like, dry cleaning wasn't ready. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just say you didn't want to well, come back used, to the city. I was too lazy to come back to the city. There you go. Well, well, I just, I, I there's six, seven that. excuses out there, guys. There you go. He said he had to go home and do laundry. When I found <laughs> yeah, out, okay. When I found out Meller wasn't going to be there. Really? That was it? Meller? <laughs> that was like, a tipping yeah. point. Well, That's without, the tipping point? Without you, I can try to survive. Without Meller, <laughs> no that shot. one took me over the edge. No shot. Set me into a, a serious case of depression. I didn't know how I was going to survive oh, it. Oh, my God. I went into a fetal position in my bedroom with all my body pillows and just tried to make it through the night. You're hilarious. He lit some candles and just had an evening. Yes. Yeah, right, for himself. Yeah. At a seance. Get a meat bath. Yeah. And, uh, a Yurko meat party. It was a Epsom meat salt. party. By the way, Epsom salt bath. <laughs> That's awesome. If you're going to take a bath, Epsom salt. Yeah, I like the Patrick Mahomes oh, commercial. Yeah. He's a bath bomb guy. I love that. Is he? Yeah. Well, have you seen the state bomb? Yeah, he just keeps I'm a bath bomb. He just yeah. has him in his body. And he gets all foamy. <laughs> the bath bomb. I love it. Yeah. Never thought about trying yeah. that. Yeah. Carmen, bath how are the pipes? The pipes are good. Uh, I feel fine. Back I'm to good. normal today? Totally back. It was really back to normal yesterday, to be well, honest. But you, you, you said yesterday, what was it? On, when uh, we go to break, you got to have you got to have Yurko say what he said. Oh, yeah. You can't, say, Yurk, you can't say what you Don't said. Don't say it on the air. On the you air said but what you said to Todd Furman yesterday. Off the air. He said to Carmen, but don't say it on the air. I was talking to Furman before we brought him on the air just on the phone, and I was telling him, I'm like, hey, if you want to poke fun, you know, obviously pun intended. I'll say it on the air. 
I don't say it on the air. I mean, it, it, I, it would, I would really be a callous. Yes. Um, yeah. It, really kind of heartless, ignorant, heartless, ignorant individual. If I would say on the air say what it. I like, yeah, yeah, said, was like, don't. "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, it was. We were all taken aback. All right, now, Carmen, Carmen when you take comedy, you got to take comedy to the nth degree. I can only imagine. You got to take it to the precipice of disaster. And imagine. sometimes you go a little too far off the cliff, and you crash and you burn. Well, and you don't die. say it on the air. Just tell me afterwards. I'm sure it's, from this crash and burn that we're seeing. I'm sure it's uh, you know as only the Yurko can deliver. Yeah. You've known me long enough I to know. probably know already I can only what imagine. I asked Todd Furman. I can only it, imagine. It was, yeah. uh, it was special. And, uh, yeah, only, the, it could only come from me. Yes. But it came You're right. from an area of love. Uh, and you, you did chuckle as you walked away. That was, yeah. it, was, it was smooth <laughs> the way you delivered it. Um, well, it was all good. You guys have a few more years uh, before you go through it, but it's honestly uh, – the the pain I shouldn't say pain. Gotta, There's nothing painful. I, I it's just sort of unpleasant. Set up my next one. Yeah, like the cleanse is unpleasant, but for you know six I come hours. In, I come now, in doing the splits for on, six edu- hours of unpleasantness. <laughs> the peace of mind is second. worth it. Educate me for a second. But I see these commercials where I can poop in a box, and they say but, it's yeah, the same thing. But I, I don't know that it's the same. I they think say the, it's the same thing. Well, I don't know. I think ask your doctor if your doctor says that's fine. Then that's fine, but your doctor might at some point down the line when you're right. a little bit older say, listen, we the need, best, most right. safest thing to do we need to, go to, to ensure right. that there's nothing right. bad going on in we there need, is to go get a colonoscopy. We need to start the deep tunnel project. Yeah. and um, <laughs> The, di- the uh, dig? Yeah, yeah start the dig, the yeah. big dig, as they the like to call it. Yeah, exactly. that was in Boston. And, uh, in Boston, exactly. <laughs> And uh, I, you know, for the uh, it is it, the peace of mind. It's it's worth it. It's, it's what you got to do. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's probably the only thing that a male has to do. Well, women the, should do uh, it too. Make no mistake. I, I, I mean, get it. I go, but yeah, the women that, have know, already I, been I'll, subjected to other that. That's true. Say, Over the like course the, of the, a lifetime, I feel that's like the trade off of having a child versus this is like, oh right. please, yeah. Like right. I think, I think we, I think right. we kind of win. The only inconvenience men will ever face. It's your biggest in a lifetime. And if that's it. So be it. I mean, it, you, we've got nothing I, to complain about, guys. I mean, I've never had to go visit Dr. Papsmear. You know what I'm saying? No, never. Never. So, Thank you, Yurko. That's Thank what you I'm very saying. much. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, really, you guys. Well, was his, no, his joke was yesterday no in, was way worse. There was no so. innuendo for that whatsoever. Yeah. Like. Unbelievable. It's Unbelievable. Right. The joke yesterday was, was like 100 it. times worse. Yeah, so. I can only imagine. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you will, we'll, we'll be talking to you guys about it in six or seven years. Yeah, let's put it that yeah, way. I mean, yeah. You can share your experience. But it was piece of cake. It's all good. So Peggy told me last night she enjoyed the the content of, oh, around yeah. your situation the last That's couple good. Of days. So it's good to know. Yeah, the doc comes in. You know, you wake up easy peasy. Doctor Frasca said uh, everything looks good. Small little pop took it out. He goes, "You should be good. See you in five years." All right, doc. Thanks. Five years. See you in five years. You know, that's it. I'm I'm unfamiliar. What's what's the first age? Forty five. Forty five. They, ju- okay. they just they lowered right. it. They just lowered it, Chris. That's why my doctor last year at my physical, I, I sure. turned forty six in December. He had said, he goes, look, you're going to be forty six this year. They just lowered it to forty five. It used to be fifty. Uh, he goes, you've never had one. Let's, Come in and see. He goes, let's schedule you for a Come colonoscopy. In and see me. I said, okay, and so yeah, that's it. And then the, as long as it, you get the all clear, they recommend roughly every five years after that. Yep. All right. Yeah. So you guys have a few years. Yeah. You know, you got a little time. It's coming, though. But it's coming. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> Sooner than we think, we'll be 
calling into oh. our afternoon show and you doing better the same believe deal. it. Yeah, calling into Waddle and Sylvie and being like, "Hey, our afternoon show. Where yeah. where are Waddle and Sylvie going? Just saying, it's seven <laughs> years from now. Already, <laughs> you're already. What's going on? Dallas yeah, got yeah, him like, off the air. No, no, you're no, you're no, gonna no. have a meeting. Listen, you're, you're gonna be set a meeting. No, 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 no. Monday, you're gonna have a meeting for what you just said. Waddle's already halfway in South Carolina, man. Like, yeah, true. Carmen and I have already been all over the dial. Yeah, we know what it's about. Exactly. Hopefully, we're still on in Exactly. I'll call into Waddle and Sylvie and give them the play-by-play. Yeah, look at Cantu over there. On in seven years, you guys are gone. (laughs) Adapt or die. He's about to kick us off. Cantu and Chucky back there, they're both looking at (laughs) me. How do we get on? Welcome into the Char Dog Show. Here we go. Yeah, I'm funnier than your ever thought he was. Waddle's going to be on the the, uh, the 19th hole in the afternoon in in seven years in South Carolina (laughs) somewhere. That's true. In seven years, that's a good point. Waddle could be eyeing up retirement. Yeah. That's a good point. Breaking news. Don't, don't let Agress know this. But don't let Agress know this. That's good. Waddle does have uh, still some college and like four daughters that yeah, where he's such a mensch. Like he's, you know, he's like, oh, oh yeah, you know. Like yeah. he, I think he's saving up for a bunch of weddings and yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's grinding you know. it out. He knows yeah. what he's got. So to seven years. He in his mind, he might have more than seven still. That might yes, be true. Tommy's yeah. throwing a wedding. If it's a destination wedding, it's going to cost him a lot of money. Oh, wedding! Destination wedding, any um, time wedding. Amount, yeah, minimum amount of crowd. But if it's a, a wedding, he's going to have like here. Well, George is know, getting married be, here. Yeah, it's going to be three, four hundred people. Yeah, you know? it's a, yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be expensive. small. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know. Like when the Waddles throwing it's an Italian wedding. Come on, a lot of people we'll celebrating thirty-five years of Waddle and Sylvie. I was wondering if, like, I was wondering if anybody at the station gets the invite to Waddles daughter's wedding like anybody that's yeah, ever you been guys to the would. christmas the, the super bowl party if you've been know. to the randy merkin and 17 of his friends are invited to <laughs> that's the not gonna he's happen got two, he's got two tables he's got two tables yeah, yeah. He, he he reserves a randy plus 10 randy plus 10 i wonder yeah i was wondering now what if uh who's gonna make the cut and who's not yurko always says i should be on the list because i'm a good gift giver and he is so it is a good idea to invite yurko to a wedding. I, I do give good gifts he gives good gifts he does remember that Always remember that. He definitely does. I'm a good gift giver. Can't do. Excellent. Yeah, remember remember that, that, Jake. Jake. When you yeah. find the tell, love of your tell, life, you remember that, all right? Tell Natalie. You're at the top of my list, Erko. Top of my list. Right? <laughs> Who's See, Natalie? See, I screwed up. Yeah, oh, if you would have come to the party yesterday, yeah, you, yeah, you would have met her. showed up, I would have introduced you to her. Guys, she didn't want to see me when I was so susceptible at that moment. What is that? What is, what is that? I, 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 I was not at my best yesterday is what, what I'm trying to tell you. Why? What happened? Because of the green apple quick step. Oh, stop right. it. You didn't have any green apple quick steps. I had big boil on my t-shirt. Oh, I, I was afraid it was going to pop. Disgusting. Come right through the pants. You're so nasty. It was a carbuncle. Matter of fact, it wasn't a boil. It was a carbuncle. You're so nasty. That's why you need that Epsom salt bath. <laughs> Yet you made it in today somehow. So the, uh, the, well, the conversation Carmen. from uh, last night was that Cap was handing out hugs. Oh, God. Uh, fist pumps. Oh uh, high fives and hearty handshakes, and some of the younger ladies got high fives, and they thought it was a little strange. And Chris is sugarcoating it. He was only hugging minorities. Why was he hugging? He was he, he 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 hugged he like, hugged Jonathan and his wife <laughs> and Jay Moore and his wife. Unbelievable. And he, <laughs> so when I came in, I demanded a hug today. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, like what? <laughs> That's how they started the show today. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not breaking any. Like, no, Cap was only hugging was, minorities. That's how they like, started what? the show. 
Everybody else just got like a fist bump. Everybody's getting yeah. high fives. If you were a minority, you got a hug. Or a head nod. And the, head the nod. younger ladies all got high fives. <laughs> well, yeah. Jake, uh, can you confirm yeah. that? Your girlfriend got a high five, right? I, I think she got a fist bump. A fist bump? Yeah. You gave her the fist. fist. Minimal yeah. contact. Shay's right. wife got a high five. Shay's wife got a high point, a high five, huh? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Like that's an interesting right. one. The, the high five is the that's in Caps World. Yeah. Oh, this five. is Shay. This is my wife. Uh, high, five. Oh, hi. high five. High five. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Here's my wife Mindy. High five. High five. Hey, the young ladies were lucky. I wasn't there yesterday because I had to introduce myself with a fireman's carry. Easy. This is the way to get out of the building, girls. Just in case there's a fire. Right over the shoulder, two at a time. Come on, man. What? Stop it. It's comedy. It's comedy tonight. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know what to do with this guy. Just wait until you hear what he said yesterday. Oh, man. We're going to do that in the break. Yeah. We're don't forget. Do break. Oh, don't forget. I think he might actually chuckle. I'm sure got, I will. Harmon's yeah. got a great sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Sure yeah, I will. He will. He will. I can, I can it was b- before I found out that there was a polyp removed, uh, the joke was a little bit funnier. <laughs> Now that that's got to go through its requisite amount of inspection, I feel a little yeah. less confident. The doctor said pops are pretty common, though, to are be they? honest. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He goes, it's really not that. Common. Yeah. So, all right. I don't know. I'll keep my fingers crossed for the next five to seven days, I guess, but that's I think I'm all good. Do. That's what you want to do. We'll kid. see. Yeah. Well, then Yurko's going to feel like a real ass. Yeah, then he will. <laughs> no, no I'm kidding. No I, no, I won't. I hope I don't get bad news It'll in the be next benign. Week. It'll be benign. I'm Carm. sure that's it will be. That's what we're talking about. I'm sure it will Knock on wood. All right. What do you guys got today? We got a lot of uh, conference championship. A lot of championship Sunday. We do. We're going to do more deep dive into championship Sunday. Break down both games. I got a bunch of stuff to talk to Yurko about. Might touch on. uh, You guys were at the holiday party last night. I was not. I stayed home and watched the Bulls. I mean, it's like watching paint dry, you guys. Me too. Oh, my God. You guys, I mean, you know, that's a 13-win Charlotte team, guys. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just bad. I know we talked about earlier in the week. Like, they are... They are no better off now than they were at any point within the last five years, really. Yeah. Carm, before, just... before I headed uh, towards the party, because I don't live too far from Wrigleyville, I watched like most of the first quarter, and they just looked asleep. They did. They, they, there was like no effort being given in the first quarter, and the, the Hornets ran out with a lead, and it, I guess based on the box score, that's kind of how it played well, out the and, rest and, of the game. And, and the Hornets were uh, they shot the ball miserably in that first quarter. If the Bulls had come out with anything... They could have maybe seized control and command of that game. I mean, I think LaMelo missed, like, his first nine shots, guys. They were miserable from distance. Both teams were pathetic from distance, and they're two of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league anyway. We should have expected that. But there's no reason that they shouldn't have put themselves in a position to, to just sort of grab a lead and kind of run away with that game. But you're right, Chris. It was just that first quarter was basically the way the entire game went. They felt like they kind of... They were, like, sleepwalking through it, mm-hmm. and that's a little odd and curious to me considering the way they played two nights before where they blew a big lead. A lot of times you do see a club come out and sort of respond, and they just they, they never really had it, again, against a 13-win team. It's well, just sort of depressing right here's now. Here's what you have to start to consider, right? The message from the coach is constantly... We don't have the level of compete. Yeah. We're not competing. Yeah. And night in and night out, you're getting this effort. Are I, they starting to tune out? Who Billy Donovan yeah. just got an extension. Are they starting to just not listen and not care at it's this point? It's a good question. But, I mean, but we but know- I feel like that, that angle puts it back towards blaming the coach. 
The players have to be blamed. No, no, no. I'm, I, and the, this, the players are I'm the ones that control I'm blaming the players. By, I'm not saying that their Billy Donovan effort, needs to be removed. I'm not saying that. No, I'm team, saying that they're at fault for not listening to their coach who's trying to get the most out of them. Yeah, they just don't have it. They, yeah. they just can't win consistently at a high level. They, they, can't. they can't play a game at 80% and think they're going to win a game. Nope. And 80% they, effort is not going to win. They can't show up. No. And win games. They, they're not good enough. Their that. margin yeah. of error, yeah. error is very, very small. Well, that's yeah. why last December was was just kind of phony because when you're going 100 miles per hour when the rest of the league is, is going 65 because it's yeah. before the All-Star break and you're running up the best record in the East, and, and then it, it flips when teams start to, like, the good teams start to really give play. more effort as the season goes, yeah, they start to it's not surprising. It was it was yeah. phony last year. And this team has been under 500 since January 1st of last year. Yeah. That's what they are. They're, uh, they're, they're about a 450 team without Lonzo, too. Whatever. And, I, and I'm not saying that's all of it. I think no. Chris is right. There's something to the fact that you got to be careful and like, oh, look at what this team did in December and January. The season does ramp up a lot later. I think if the NBA were to truncate the season, it would alleviate some of that. But in the current form that we see this NBA and the current form in which we play it, I think Chris is right. Um, I do think they're not as good without Lonzo for what that's worth. But yeah. you know, again, since last Jan, guys, since he went out, it's a it's about ninety game sample now. They're a four fifty team. They're below five hundred. I mean, that's it. They're they're a, they got a four fifty winning percentage. It's not very good. And it today they're isn't. they're eleventh in the East. Yes, they're uh, they're out of all. And Abdallah's over here shaking and said he, he he's telling us that he told told you told guys us at the start of the season. Remember that? I told you well, guys this team wouldn't make the playoffs. I, I thought they'd be in the play in tournament. That's yeah, not they might the not playoffs, they, though. They, well, they might not even be in that. So yeah. I picked them to be in that play in. Portion. Oh, I picked yeah. them to be in that seven ten, but I can, they might not even be that. Are you ready to go on a tour of Italy? No. Are <laughs> you ready to not? I mean, just uh, from the comfort, it. from the comfort of your suburb, stop you're going to be able to go on an entire tour. Twitch of wants the great to know what are you going to order from Olive Garden? The Finger tour of Italy. Cross, none of it will matter. I'm going to hit sixteen out of twenty, and we'll be good to go. We'll, we'll see. see. The we'll see. How are the Lakers doing? We'll uh, it's going to be close, Chris. You're right. I'm, I'm a little worried about that one. This is going to be little, great. I can't worried. wait. It's going to be I'm good. It's going to be a great tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right guys. Boys. We'll be listening to the show. Have fun out there in we'll, St. Charles. We'll, we'll see you Monday. All right, Carmen and Yurko, up next. All right. This is Football Friday, Championship Weekend Edition. And this is Carmen and Yurko live from 93 Octane in St. Charles on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Happy Football Friday, everybody. We got a party going on, getting ready for Championship Sunday. Our first uh, live event of 2023. It's great to be out amongst the people. great to be out. One of our favorite places out here in St. Charles. Just a little bit west of, uh, go figure, we're just a little bit west of downtown Geneva, but we are in St. Charles, technically. Uh, the mayor of St. Charles is here. You know it's How big time that? when the mayor yeah. comes out. We got a party going on, uh, going on 93 Octane uh, at the Pride Stores. That's where we are. We're celebrating the launch of our Whistle Pig 10-year uh, single barrel pick that we did last uh, late summer, early fall with the Pride Stores. You can buy it here today at a discounted price. It's a 10-year single barrel. They're auctioning off, or I should say raffling off, a bottle of Whistle Pig Boss Hog, which is just a ridiculous thing to auction off because it's one of the most sought-after bottles of whiskey you're going to find uh, on the market today. Uh, Mad Batter, 
I love that name. What a name for a bakery. Downtown St. Charles, Mad Batter brought a yeah. bunch of uh, pastries over. Yeah. We got eclairs and black and white cookies and uh, cream. Po- Look at all this. Co- red velvet cookies. Eclair. That's what I said. Look at that eclair. What's this thing called? That's uh, like some sort of a blondie bar or brownie bar, I think. Look at uh, look at all this black and white cookies, the best of the best. So we're just passing stuff around. We're eating, we're drinking, we're having fun. They've got specials on all the beer that they brew here. You can get a pour of our whistle pick pick. You can buy it, like I said, at a discounted price. Most importantly, you can come by, say hi, and talk football with us today. Odds couple has been recorded. Mike and I did a deep breakdown of both uh, the NFC and AFC championship games. You can find that on the ESPN Chicago app. Mike will join us later for a bonus play. We're also going to do a little deep dive into both of these games. I'm excited to talk about the weekend, my friend. I'm sure you are. I'm excited to be here today. I'm excited to be here with you. I informed you of what I said to Todd Berman. <laughs> What's your level of stun uh, and or shock? It's not what I was expecting. I mean, my God. It's, I, I, I was expecting you were going to just take some sort of, like, shot at me. I it, didn't know it, it was going to be. It's Bill Burr-esque comedy. Right? I guess so. I was channeling Bill Porter there, but that's neither besides yes, the point. Yes. We got AFC uh, NFC championship championship weekend coming up. That's what we need to be concerned about. I missed about. Furman yesterday. Yeah. Uh, what was the best play? Do you remember? Did he give out a best play for the I, weekend? I think he gave out a first half play. Did he? Gave yeah. out a first half play? One of those first half plays, yeah. You know, uh, you know how I am when Todd's on. Todd's so so Loquacious. Loquacious and he's so uh Informative, very verby with his uh, verby. description of the games. <laughs> Too much that verbiage. I get lost sometimes in it, and you speak the same language as he does. Yeah, so you pick up on that stuff very quickly. He just does it a lot better than I, but I do yeah. kind of speak the same language. The initial That's question true. was about the Kansas City Cincinnati lines and the way they the swung back and forth like that. Yes. Yeah, which I think uh, we're seeing, and it's reflected in the line now that Mahomes is going to play, yeah. and not nearly at one hundred percent. But the early reports have been pretty good. You know, my, my fear, and you could talk about this better than anybody, Yerk, because um, you really do know these injuries. You've had most of these injuries. Uh, can I anticipate your fear, or are you going to tell me your fear? Anticipate it. Go ahead. Uh, first series, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Gets hit, gets hit on yeah. that ankle. Yeah. Like, then what? And is either limited or you've got to go with Chad Henney. Then, right. Yeah. Like, then what? So how do you wager? So what do you do? And not only that, like, it's one thing to – to talk about how well he's looked fine at practice. I mean, you should explain this to everybody. It's one thing to look fine at practice as he's rehabbing that ankle, but if this were the regular season, you're, you're talking about a multiple-game injury, plain and simple. Now, it's not the regular season. It's one of the most important games of the season, so he's got to play, and he's going to play, but that thing gets brushed up against. He falls funny on it. He twists it again like... All of a sudden, whatever happened this week goes out the window, right? But And it's not only that, but then it's the level of exertion that he's utilizing in practice compared to the level of exertion and desperation that one utilizes when he's trying to be evasive and getting away from everybody. Because mm-hmm. subconsciously, when you're 100% healthy, you end up doing things that you've never thought you could do. Mm. Now that you're wounded, you're winged like this, and when you go to reach into that that extra 10% that you need Is it not there? to do something special, it's not there because of injury. It's not there because once you go there, you're going to feel mm-hmm. what the issue is. You're going to feel what your problems are. Yeah. And your body's going to protect itself. Whether you like it or not, when you see a guy running and all of a sudden he gets hot and the 
you know, you see him get injured, and then all of a sudden he starts to hobble. Mm-hmm. That's your body telling you you can't do it anymore. Yeah. If you had your druthers, you'd continue to run on it, but you can't. Your body's saying stop. That's my fear about yeah. uh, the way this game could unfold. If you've got a thought on either game, if you want to talk Bears with us, just talk football in general. We're here for you this afternoon, 312-332-3776. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk some more big-picture NFL stuff for the weekend, spread it around to a few other areas, including the Bulls. We were just talking to Black and Abdallah about it. That was another really sort of painful, lackluster uh, performance out of them last night. It was an ugly game to watch. Uh, I was not at the company holiday party, so I did watch the whole thing, unfortunately, as I was doing a little other work getting ready for the show today and for the odds couple. But I do want to touch on the Bulls a little. So uh, we're live here at 93 Octane in St. Charles at the Pride Stores all the way until 2.30. Come by and see us. They're uh, raffling off this beautiful bottle of Boss Hog. You can get our Whistle Pig single barrel picks while you're here today. Beer specials, whiskey specials. The food's awesome. It's a football Friday. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. The Carmen and Yurko Show is back. Live from St. Charles and 93 Octane. We're celebrating championship weekend in the NFL on Football Friday. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Football Friday, AFC NFC Championship Games, Championship Sunday coming up. York and I here breaking it down. We're live at 93 Octane Brewery at the Pride Stores in St. Charles. Uh, so come by and see us today. We're going to be here all the way till 2.30. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie a little bit later on uh, as we talk a lot of football today, getting you set for a big weekend. Um, if you want to join us, 312-332-3776. Any best plays or best bets you have on the weekend, Prop bets. I feel like everybody really, as we uh, winnow this down here to just three games left, starts getting more and more into the prop bets. I actually identified one prop in the first game on Sunday that I really liked. You can check out the Odds Couple podcast to go ahead and get that play, if you like, and some of our other best plays. Jim Miller was on with us, of course, as always, giving us uh, some horses. There's a huge race. Yurko talked about it earlier in the week. It's not a derby prep. It's a huge $3 million stakes race. It's one of the biggest of the year. It happens every January at Gulfstream uh, in South Florida. It is the Pegasus World Cup Classic. Uh, Jimmy gave us a pick for that race. Yurko's going to give a pick later, too, right? You said you do have a horse? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard what Jimmy gave you, but I'm thinking we might be similar. Okay, you give us that pick before we're done later today, all right? Absolutely. Which game are you looking forward to more on Sunday, first game or second game? Uh, I, I think the Philadelphia uh, game is going to be a fun game. Philadelphia-San Francisco, I think it could go either way. Yeah? Brock Purdy, I called him Kyle Purdy once again yesterday. But Kyle, where are you getting Kyle did. Purdy? The coach. I combined the two mm. of them. Oh, okay. Brock Shanahan and Kyle Purdy. I Brock Shanahan and Kyle right. Purdy. I think he should have been named Brock Shanahan. I think that's really nice. Brock nice Shanahan sounds like a porn star name, it, kinda, it does. doesn't it? It Brock does. Shanahan. It's very nice. I like that game. I think it can go either way, but I lean Philadelphia in this one. Home crowd. Home they crowd. get after the quarterback. Uh, when you're at home and they're getting after you and you're struggling, you got the, the home crowd cheering you on, and that's what they had at Santa Clara last week. If it starts going bad for you this week, you're not going to get some miracle catch from an ineligible receiver that was Greg Kittle. If it starts going bad for them <laughs> George, in, in did Philadelphia. You call him Kittle? Did I? Is that George his name? Kittle. George Kittle. Either way, I got all the names messed up. Love, Kittle, that's fine. I love you. Kittle, that's not going to happen again. If it starts going sideways for San Francisco, they be in trouble. It's going to be problematic for them to get back on track. If it gets derailed, it's going to be trouble getting on track. The longer it stays close, 
the better chance San Francisco San has of pulling an upset in that one. And for me, horses for courses, uh, 3-0 and against the Kansas City Chiefs. You think they're, they're going to do it again? I think they're going to do it again. You think Cincinnati, he's got his number like that, for huh? one reason or a number, and it's not necessarily that um, – the Philadelphia quarterback has the number. Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh, Burrow. We're back at Burrow. Joe Burrow. Not this. So much. Joe Burrow has the number of Patrick Mahomes. I think their team, the way they play, sets up well against Kansas City, hmm. and it's because of that. And none of those games they've blown them out of the water. They've all right? been three point games. Right. I think. I think all three of them. But right? for one reason or another, that confidence will start coming to the to, to the top. They beat them on the road, too. They beat them in Kansas City. Well, they beat them in the title game last year. So, I think the point is that they've done it. They're not afraid. They do have a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. Everybody does love Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is not 100%. Everything, for me, points into the fact that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win this. Philadelphia, Cincinnati are going to. That's what your uh, final is going to be. Uh, You know, we talked uh, a lot with uh, Waddle and Sylvia a couple of days ago during Crosstalk. We were just talking about Lou Anarumo. It's like, where did Lou Anarumo come from? I mean, why was Lou Anarumo 53 years old before he finally got a chance, other than a brief little half-season, like, interim tag in Miami a couple of years ago, like back in 2015? They fired their D coordinator. And for a handful of games at the end of the year, maybe it was about half the year, York, he, he coordinated their, their – he called their defense. Then the next year he went back to being a defensive backs coach. He didn't really get a shot to run a defense until he was 53. Like, how – I don't know. It just seemed odd. It seems like these coaches are oftentimes fast-tracked. But then every once in a while, a guy like Lou Anarumo comes along and you're like, well, wait a minute, is he a young guy? No, he's 56 years old. He was 53 when he finally got a shot to run his own defense. And he appears to be a master at it. And it's, it's, he, he coached under Joe Tiller for a long time as a positional coach at Purdue back in the day. Well, he was at West Lafayette. But it's just probably why he it's started weird. collegiately. Did he follow him to he, Wyoming? Well, he, was, he started. I, I looked. I had to go and look because right. I'm like, I've thought about it over the last year plus. I'm like, where did this guy come from? And so I look like he started out as, a, I think, a grad assistant at Syracuse when he was young. Then he might have had another stop in college. Then he got hooked up with Joe Tiller at Purdue. He was there for a while. Then he made his way into the NFL, but he was a positional coach mostly. And now all of a sudden it's like Lou Anarumo was a master at calling defense in Cincinnati. And it's just odd to me that he's 56 years old and only in the last couple of years have we – started to become familiar with him and kind of know his name. Well, you hardly ever went with the young guy to be the head coach. That, that, you know, that's thing of uh, recent history, I believe. And maybe it's harder for defensive right. guys, too, because it's such an offensive league now. Like You know, you look at John Gruden. By the time John Gruden got into the league in the uh, early 90s when he was with me, mm-hmm. by 99 he was an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So at the age of 33, he's one of the first young offensive coordinators Right. That I could take a look at. But both Greg Blosh became a defense coordinator later on in that's, life. That's a good point. Dick Jerron became a defense coordinator later on in life. So a lot of guys had to be waiting. They had to be patient until they got an opportunity to become a defensive coordinator. Hmm. Once they became a coordinator, if they thought that people you know, thought that you were good enough, you became a head coach. And that's the way it ends up working. Um, the McVeigh thing. 
Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah. Was, being able to go and then go. And yeah, he was and like 32. Sudden, everybody's looking at your assistants, and now you're a quarterback's coach, and you become a head coach instead of an offense coordinator, you know? Or you spend one year as an offense coordinator, then you become a head coach. I think that's something more recent. I think it happens more offensively than it does defensively. I, I think that's it. So I think that's your key. A defensive coach, I think, has to be more patient. Yeah. And if you start out at the collegiate level and you don't get to the NFL until you're 33, 34, I uh, think then you really have to wait, too. What a story he's, yeah. he's, he's been, though. Um, what did, speaking of coaching hires, what did you think of Carolina's decision to get rid of Wilkes? Do you think it's – listen, it, it's, there, there is – and I know the NFL has, I guess, in a way, tried to correct some of the problems. There, there does seem to be a little bit of a hiring issue in the NFL with the lack of minority head coaches. I think a lot of what got Steve Wilkes got caught up in, though, is that this league still does trend to offense. You know what I mean? Like, and and I and I and I and I full I fully admit that I do think there is a problem with some of their hiring practices. I do. Steve Wilkes got that team to play hard. He seemed to have the total command and respect of that locker room. They played a hell of a lot better under Steve Wilkes than they ever did under Matt Rule. Certainly in the last about year or so, in the 86 Matt Rule after five games this year where they were terrible, they were much more competitive and hung around with a lackluster offense um, under Steve Wilkes. I and think they traded a lot, away McCaffrey, too. And they did. They did. And he still found a way to kind of keep them relevant and competitive. And granted, they were only in playoff contention because the division was crap. But still, he had that team believing and playing better. And when he gets, when he gets let go... And a, and a white coach is chosen ahead of him. I know it does look bad, and I do think there's an issue in the NFL, but I also think one of the things that comes back to hurt the defensive coaches sometimes, uh, right or wrong, is the fact that this league really does trend more towards offense. I mean, I'm as guilty as anybody because right. I talk about it all the time. You should be hiring offensive coaches right. in this league. The final four coaches are all offensive guys. Seven of the final eight were all offensive head coaches. Now, D'Amico Ryan's getting hired. He's getting hired, yeah, no doubt. I, I got you, but that doesn't make things better, right? I mean, that doesn't, okay, that answers all it the ills. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. I mean, how do you, do you, do you mandate it? You have to mandate it, and that's not right either, it's, right? It, it does, no. So the, 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 the right answers aren't, aren't out there, right? So what you've got to do is there's just got to be a continual development of coaches, yeah. and the amount of coaches coming up through the system has to continue. Um, when I was in the league, the amount of black coaches that were there weren't as many as there are now. So Even positionally and stuff? Even, but but that, that's my point, though. Right. Is the more coaches you have and the more black coaches you have, um, more the more of a pool you have to choose to become right. coordinators, the more of the pool then you have for those guys to become head coaches. Right, yeah. So, so. it just has to... I mean, I mean, maybe that's it. It's just Even continued effort to, right. to build that pool. Even look at the numbers of building that pool. So from 1990, when I started in the league, the amount of, um, uh, uh, of assistant coaches and defense coordinators, head coaches, who happened to be African-American, black, to 1999 when I finished, the amount of coaches that were black. That pool continued to build, I believe. Right. And you got guys drop out all the time. Brian Cox was a, uh, yeah. a coach for a while. I don't know if Brian Cox is in the NFL anymore. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He did coach so, for a long time. I think the point is from 99, you look till now, has that number stagnated? Has that number continued to climb? Mm. So the, the, the bigger pool you have, 
the more guys that become coordinators, the more chances are to become head coaches. 312-332-3776. Ring us up. Uh, we are live at 93 Octane in St. Charles. It's Carmen and York. Championship Sunday preview. It's a football Friday. Come by and see us. We'll be right back. Live from St. Charles and 93 Octane Brewery, this is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Live at 93 Octane. Well, people are buying up the whistle pig, 10-year single barrels. Oh, sorry, Yurko, I'm stepping on your mic there. Um, come by and grab a bottle for yourself. It's 10 bucks off today and uh, today only. These are now available across the area at select Pride Store locations. You weren't here when we picked this barrel. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, you were out here for this one. This is what I'll say about this. This is one of your beauties. This, this was is your one, baby. Uh, we, picked, we had three barrels that the guys right. from Whistlepick brought for us. This right. is the one we chose. We had some listeners help us. And the consensus was this barrel. And uh, this clocks in at, this is a 10-year. Uh, this clocks in at 110.5 proof. And the beauty of this is it does not drink that way at all. It does not drink that hot. Not a lot of ethanol, but a lot of spice. Cinnamon candy more than anything. Is I that hear. what you felt? A lot of cinnamon candy. A lot of cinnamon I think candy so. after the holidays? Cinnamon candy? I think so. I think I get a lot of cinnamon candy, some licorice. You know, um, Here, give me a belt of that one. Go ahead. Tell Let me, me try it again. Let me tell you See what I... See if you find some cinnamon candy and some licorice in there. Beautiful oak a, spice. A little dry no, tannic I finish. It. I got a nose it. Don't put your nose in it, though. I got to drink that, dude. I didn't put my nose your in nose it. Your nose was touching it. What do I look like? What, what, what Jimmy Durante over here? Yes. What's going on? God. I ain't got a nose that big. Cinnamon candy, licorice, vanilla. Right? And a little dry tannic finish with that 10 years of oak. Striking on the, the ride. palate. Right? Striking the Tell me palate. that doesn't drink easy for 110. Come on. That's yeah, that's pretty good right? for 110. Like yeah. It does not burn. It's, it's not killing me. And no. that's like my third one. Mm. So it's getting smoother and smoother as we uh, as we go along. Absolutely, mm. yeah. absolutely delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Hey, I got to tell you. Yes, sir. Told the guys yesterday. I saw the. Uh, I'm starting to watch the Oscar movies. Um, okay, so which did you? The Banshee, the Banshee of Insurance. Did you like it? I don't think it's Insurance. I think it's like. Well, maybe it is. Insurance. It's Insh- an island off of Ireland. Okay. Is it good? No. It's made for the Academy. Movie okay. specifically made for the Academy to try to win an Academy Award. Okay. Everybody is nominated. Oh, really? Okay. The actor, uh, Colin Farrell. I like Colin Farrell. Uh, Brendan Gleeson. The young lady's nominated for uh, actress. Um, everybody's nominated. The movie, the director, everybody's nominated. A movie made for the Academy. Let me tell you. Strap yourself in for this one. Is it well? So you, you tell me to watch it. I'm telling you to chain yourself to the chair because you're going to want to turn it off. Oh wow! Three times oh, I tried to turn it off. That's no good. Painful is what I would say is the best way to describe watching this movie. Really? But this is what the Academy loves. The Academy loves why? this stuff. I, I don't know why. You will pull your hair out watching this movie, going, wow. "Why did anybody make it? I don't. Who like the had the patience that. to film it? Who edited it?" Why? Really? Is there a score? And why did they even have music in the damn thing? That's how You're bad not selling this. the okay. movie is. All right. Well, so, so that's the one you watch. Are you going to make a concern? I am to get not. Through? I'm going to watch, I'm gonna watch uh, Tom Cruise again. Well, that was great. I'm going to watch that movie over and over and over again and not watch any of the garbage that's been produced by Hollywood. I, well, I heard, well, that's produced by Hollywood. I heard... I heard the, uh, Abdallah liked it, and I've heard from other people. What's it's it called? Terrible. Everything, everywhere. 
Oh, everything, everywhere, any place, anytime. I don't anywhere. know. What's everything, that one everywhere called? at once. Everything, What's that one called, guys? Say it again. It's everything, everywhere at once. Everything, everywhere at once. I heard yeah. that was good. Uh, we haven't started getting the screeners yet, have we? In the mail from I haven't gotten a thing. I haven't either, which is surprising. I do want to start watching. Some are of these are, are you uh, up to date in dues? I am up to date in my dues. Because if yes, you're not up to date in the dues, you're not going to get. Your that screeners. is correct. No, yeah. I settled up my dues in November, like I always do. That's I am good man. up to date in my union dues. Good man. I might have to, you know, start. Uh, Sorry, Jake. Start shaking the bushes over. I the know. I was just wondering when we could start expecting our screeners because I do want to watch some of these movies. Well, um, I paid nineteen dollars to watch. Now this that and oh my god, you could not have been happy. Made my own popcorn though, so bucket of popcorn costs seventy four dollars now. Now that <laughs> I don't know what it costs. Now that football season is winding down, there will be more time for other leisure activities. There yep. will be more time for movies and, and things. And like there that. are there are only two games this weekend. There are. Yeah, I don't know if that I'm going to watch one. Uh, maybe I will squeeze in a movie tonight or tomorrow. Actually, that's a good point, York. Maybe I will try to catch up on one. I think you should. What would be everybody's recommendation? Uh, let us know because if you got to pick one, if you've seen a lot of these, give me a good one for tonight. Maybe that's what I'll do tonight: is watch one of the Oscar-nominated movies. The only one I've seen, really, one of the few I've even heard of, was Top Gun. Yeah. Which was absolutely fantastic. And it's got no chance of winning. No Top, chance, really? Top Gun's got no chance of winning. It doesn't. Eh, that's why I don't even it, care it, about the it doesn't. awards anymore. If they didn't expand the pool to nine, Top Gun wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Probably not. It wouldn't have made it. So the other one is the Fablemans. Well, that's the Spielberg one I that's heard was good. That's the one, yeah, where the kid wants to be a filmmaker. Mom yeah. keeps supporting him. Dad doesn't so much. And the father-in-law is the one that said the mom could have been a concert pianist. Mm. I said pianist. pianist. That means play the piano, yes, okay? I'm aware. Yes. Just making sure. Thank you. In case other people heard other things. Does Will Smith get to go to the Academy Awards or is I, he banned? I, I hope so. Really? I hope him and, and Jada get to sit up front again. I don't think so. I think they should be banned. It'd be a wonderful distraction, the two of them. Ban? I, I, I can't remember. What was the final result of that last year? Did they ban him from the ceremony? He's banned 10 years. He's banned 10 years. Good. Good. I wish they'd ban him from making films for 10 years. Yeah, the sad thing is he's still a pretty good actor. I got to admit. I loved him in iRobots. He's pretty good. He was good in the King Richard movie. He was very good. Carm, did I tell you I finally finished uh, Godfather Part 2? Uh, so what did you think? I liked it more than one. Okay, I don't blame you. I think 2 is potentially a better movie. I really do. Yeah, it was um, it, It's because I started it. And then I, I just restarted it uh, uh, when I got like halfway through because there's you really have to be paying attention. It's like, long. Really close you do have to pay attention. Time. I know. Anytime you introduce Bruno Kirby into a movie, I think good things happen. Fabulous. Listen, those movies had a different pace. You got to understand that movies. Those movies are fifty years old now, and I think they're great. And a lot of people think they're great. And I know historians think they're great. They do have a different pace. It is you know the further and further away we get, the harder it gets. For those movies, I think at times to still resonate across a broad spectrum, you know, you're yes, yes. Um, I, I just think that's that's the case. It's uh, life is different. Kids grow up different. Attention spans are short. There's a lot out there for your enter- you know competing for your entertainment dollar. It goes back to an era where movies were very very different. The way they made them. Um, I still think they're great and they're worth seeing. I do too. I think they're historically important. I'm glad Charlie watched them. Have you ever seen them, Jake? 
I, I had to watch it for film school. So okay, so you I, were in film I, school. I studied so, yeah. it. Yeah. You studied yeah, it. You I like them? The you whole thing. Yeah. Two is better than one. Yeah, sure. I think two's, two's better, better than one, too. It's like the freshman when Matthew Broderick was in film That's school. Fabulous. And it's a whole spoof yeah, off of it. Was, it's 100% the spoof. It's absolutely, I mean, it's great. That's a great movie. But they're in film school going over it right yes. there. I mean, that makes you crack it's up great. right there. All right, back to our Championship Sunday preview coming up. Ring us up if you want to talk about the weekend with us, 312-332-ESPN. I do want to touch on the Bulls a little bit during the 1 o'clock hour. We're back in two minutes.